tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Natalie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record the intro. So grab a snack and let's chat. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to yet again, another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. We're really doing the most with probably the least amount of experience, technology, and um, enthusiasm lately. But um, we're definitely not the hostess with, with the, the most. mostest. <laughs> yeah, no. But you know what? We're still doing it and we're being consistent and we're making it work even though like things sometimes pop up and unexpected things pop up. So it looks like you have something to say, Natalie, to that statement. (laughs) No, (laughs) we're just, we're making it work. You guys, we're doing it. We're doing it to it for you guys because I literally thought she had something sassy to say because the look on her face was like, let me tell you, (laughs) but then it was just, it was nothing. No, I really just think I'm, inspired by that ricky thompson video we just watched oh my gosh if you guys don't follow ricky thompson you're truly missing out on some of one the best choreography out there the best and the best advice like it's just truth bombs after another it's it it's great you guys should really check him out and if you find him annoying don't at us because we love him. <laughs> I was fixing to say, if you guys think that we're unfiltered, maybe don't watch him because he no, he's on another level care. for sure. Yeah, he doesn't care. So. Um. Okay, let's just kind of dive in. Today's gonna bleh, today's episode is going to be kind of a short one and kind of like a little bit of a recap slash life update slash 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 random tidbits yeah feelings question mark yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see where it goes but it's not going to be long today we want to um we're gearing up for a fun episode that we're recording this weekend with the guys i know i said that we were going to record and post that tomorrow but we just need a little bit more time to Press. make sure what we're delivering is kind of what we want it to be so anyway we're going to dive right into the quibble corner and like, okay. So last week we talked about boundaries and how it's important to set them and all that good stuff. And I oh, had, a, hold on. I had, oh. I had a thing that I wanted to add. Like I realized that I had a quibble that I forgot to submit for myself. So, okay, wait, but like we didn't even get, we're still in the quibble corner. Okay. Like I haven't even stated the first quibble yet. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a quibble that I need to submit. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. Interrupting me before I've even like given the quibble. <laughs> okay. So whatever. We talked about that. And after I like after we record these things, like we've said this before, like these episodes are kind of like therapy. And I had this like epiphany. And Brian was like, Oh, what did you guys record today? And I told him. And I mentioned that I mentioned him in the podcast and the episode and about how you know, I, um, was getting into arguments with him and because I, I was stuck in like my own annoyances, but I wasn't willing to do the work and, and to fix it. So I was like low key blaming him for my inability to work on myself. And I I kind of, I, now I don't even know what I said to him, but he was like, wow, that's really awesome. And then he heard the podcast and he's just like, that's not what you said you said to me. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, literally what you said to me in the kitchen was like way more profound than whatever the hell you said on your, on your episode. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) deep Um, with the kitchen blender. (laughs) So what I meant to kind of say is if you're not like, willing to do the work like you can't blame others for not feeling better or for not getting what you want out of whatever it is that you're doing so i can't expect brian to help me past a certain point if i'm not willing to do the work Mm -hmm. so i can't blame him for being upset or stuck or feeling unloved or whatever the case is 
if you know he's given me and hit oh my god I can't talk today he's given me his advice but I don't take it and I literally do nothing to make it better yep so and we've that one's for you Brian we've talked about that on the podcast too like you can't from from an outsider perspective like you can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves you know right yeah and when it comes to couples it's kind of like a shitty situation sometimes because like I've I'm guilty of it you know I take my frustrations out on Brandon more times than I can admit that I would that I've done that um and I don't I, that's that's a very ugly quality on my part and that's something that I've been like very intentional on working that's not on. just you though that's like a lot of people yeah like it's I, like I know most I'm, people. I, yeah I know I'm not especially because like your partner is someone that you're with a good majority of your time so you know they just happen to be to see you at your best and your worst and you know unfortunately for Brandon and a lot of other people like they tend to be on the receiving end sometimes of our stresses as well as our uh, uh, our wins that we have in our lives, but you know, it's, it's something you have to just be very aware of, but at the end of the day, like you can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves first and foremost. Right. Uh, I mean, I think it's like, whenever I talk to Brian about things that stress me out, I, he, he doesn't like get defensive about them, but he tend, I don't want to say like he tends to shut down, but the way he explained it to me, he's like, I don't want to talk about these things with you because you talk about them all the time. Yep. And and to see you that stressed over things that are out of your control, he's like, it really hurts me to see you like that. It hurts me because your problems and your frustrations and your sadness is, is mine. Yep. You know? And He's like, I don't want to see the love of my life, like stressing out about things that she has no control over. Like you stress out and you have these burdens on you that literally weigh you down and it's, and and you're stuck and you're stuck because you can't let it go. You can't let it go. You, you know, and this past weekend at the wedding, like I, had like a moment like after we got back to our room and he was like Allie you 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 have to let things go Mm -hmm. you can't you can't let these things keep like bothering you the way they do because you have no control over anything like if people are shitty to you that's that's them Mm -hmm. you know like yeah, have I done like crappy stuff or have I, you know, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect friend and I'm not, you know, if I said I was, I would be lying. And if you say you are a perfect friend, you are a liar. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to say it like, like it is like, there's no perfect friend. Like you've done shitty stuff. You should just own up to it. Yeah. But people that are truly just like, crappy and that to like by their own accord like he's like you have nothing to do with that like you chose to do something and you know people may or may not like it or they may not like you as a person and that's that's on them like what are you going to change for every person that has a problem with you and it's like well no because I would be exhausted and we've we've talked about that more times than than we can count. I mean, yeah, it's come up. Go it's, ahead. It's come up, and and you know that's something that you've been intentional in working on, and you know that we've had deep conversations on because he's right. Like the only, the only, especially when it comes to like a matter of friendships and like people not being kind to you. If people, I feel like it's really clear when people do or do not want to be involved in your life. I feel like it's really clear. And I mean, I'm the kind of person that I I want to have good relationships with people. I don't want to disappoint people. I want to be on good terms with people. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to invest my energy and time in you if you're making it really apparent to me that you don't want to be involved in, with me in any way. That's fine. Like, 
you know, I, I rather invest my time and energy in the people that, that care to be with me as a friend, as a spouse, like I'm at the point in my life where I'm only going to give to people that, and I'm not even saying like giving the world back to me, but like are actually acknowledging the fact that I want to spend time with them and be involved in their lives. I feel like I've gotten to that point. Like people come and go, like friendships come and go. The people that I'm going to invest the most in, like are the people that I see reciprocate a little bit of, of their energy back to me that I give to them, you know, Mm -hmm. if there are folks that, that don't do that, like, okay, that's fine. Like that's, that, that truly is fine. Like I'm going to be cordial with you. If I see you in public, like I'll say, Hey, but don't expect me to bend backwards for you at the same time. Yeah. I think it like, and I don't know if this is like an only child thing. And so if you're an only child, please chime in. But um, we have a natural tendency to be very selfish. Like that's just what it is. Like only children have a natural tendency to veer towards being selfish because we're the only freaking ones. So if it's not for me, who the hell is it going to be for, you know? So I've grown up always thinking I have to think about others first. Like I have to be really intentional about thinking about how are my actions going to affect other people? Or I wonder how this person is thinking or like what they're thinking of or like how, how I'm affecting other people. So not to be like selfish in a way. But you can't, I actually, this segues really nicely into my quibble because this from last week, I meant to me, I intended to make the comment going back to like the boundaries thing that it's, okay to say no I think I like inadvertently said that but like I'm saying it now like when it comes to boundaries sure but like here's the thing I really struggle with it because of what you're saying because of people's perceptions I struggle to say no to people because I'm like oh if I say no I'm considered an asshole or I'm I'm considered as being a bad friend or I'm not being like a good daughter or a good sister or whatever it is like I struggle to say no because of that. Yeah. I don't don't struggle so much with people's perception, but when it comes to me establishing boundaries, that's what I struggle with because I, like I said, I'm the kind of person that I want to have, I want to maintain a good rapport with people. What I feel like with you though, you just struggle sometimes in, does me talking, talking? No, 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 go for it talking on your behalf. So correct me if I'm wrong. I just feel oh, like I will <laughs> I just feel like you just struggle with people's just perception in general. Like, Oh, yeah. like, is this, is this going to be viewed as being weird or is this, like- I don't necessarily like think it's like, uh, so what, what I'm trying to say is like, as an only child, we're constantly taught to think of others first mm. because our natural tendency is to think of ourselves first. Um, because we're the only one. And granted, that's like an every person thing. Like everyone thinks of themselves 90% of the time and 10% other people. Mm -hmm. But I've tried so hard to do that, that now it's kind of backfiring on me because it's like, oh, well, if I do this, how is that going to affect that person over there? Yeah. And I don't want to make them unhappy. So I'm just not going to do this one thing. Yeah, but you're going to really want. You're just going to drive yourself crazy doing that. Oh, well, I mean, I know, but <laughs> like, as I've grown up, I've noticed that it, that's like a tendency that I, that I tend to have, like, mm-hmm. and that goes into another quote of, from Rachel Hollis oh, that said, like, like, if you do something that makes someone uncomfortable or like your success might make others uncomfortable, but that's not on you. That's on them. Mm-hmm. You know? However, like you do you and then however people react to what you're doing like that's not a reflection of you that's a reflection of them mm-hmm. no i agree and, with that and you know obviously it's a lot easier said than done but it's it's hard and i think what makes it harder is when people when i i guess people's okay what am i trying to say when people question my character mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as a person I don't care if you think like, I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. But if you, you know, say I'm a bad person, I'm a, I'm a mean person. 
I, I, I don't know, like being called a bitch doesn't bother me as much as saying you are unkind or you're not like welcoming or, you know, whatever. When people question like my character and like my intentions, that is what bothers me. Yeah. I mean, but I look at it from the respect of like, all right, so how much interaction do I actually have with this person? That's true. If I'm seeing that person once in a blue moon, then I know they don't know me. Like Mm -hmm. truthfully, they don't know me. The people that matter the most to me, if they were to say that I'm unkind, that matters more to me than some schmuck that I might've met a handful of times over the course of a few weeks. Truly. You know who you are, schmuck. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I'm not phased by it anymore. It used to really bother me growing up. Like I, I've had to really do some like soul searching and actually another <laughs> good segue. Um, I posted today, which this episode's coming out t- Tuesday. So tomorrow. So today's Monday. I posted today about my like weight loss journey and how that's like tied with like my mental health. Oh wait, we're out of the quibble corner now, guys, by the way. Oh, isn't okay, yeah, I guess we kinda are. Well, done with quibbles. But anyway, so I posted today about that. And like you guys, when I'm on the podcast, like I want I want to be very explicit in saying, and I'm I mention this every single week, like I talk about this stuff like it is so easy and it's not like <laughs> i have had to do a lot of soul searching over the years in defining what matters most to me and like what is most important to me and over the last couple of years there's two very distinct things that matter the most and that's my family and that's my closest friends and Going through that process, like, if you don't do, like, a like a self-evaluation, like, check in with yourself every once in a while, like, you're not, like, really reprioritizing what's most important to you, if that makes sense. So, again, those two things being the most important matters to me. I had to do some prioritization mm-hmm. in terms of figuring out how I felt about myself and about my physical appearance. So... If you saw my Instagram post today, I posted a photo of myself from probably like four years ago, maybe. It was before I started dating Brandon. Yeah, it was before I started dating Brandon. So maybe like three and a half, four years ago. And I mean, if you read the post, it was pretty lengthy, but I really had to think about like how I wanted to say everything because truly like this is how I felt. When I was my thinnest weight, which that photo was taken when I was my thinnest weight. It was like 170 pounds. That is like the thinnest I've ever been. I had reached and checked off every single goal that I had hit for myself. I wanted to run as far as I could. I wanted to lift as heavy as I, as I could before I blew my ACL. I wanted to be able to fit in clothing sizes that were as close to- That was before you tore your ACL? That was after. That was after. Yeah. So this was post-surgery. Um, I wanted to fit in clothing sizes that were as close to a single digit clothing size as possible. Like there are just so many things that I had defined for myself as being a priority for me to achieve, for me to get to a feeling of happiness. Mm-hmm. And at the time I directly equated my happiness to my physical appearance. And it made me really sad seeing that photo because my priorities were all jacked up. Like they really were. My priority at that time was the mindset of like, if I get to this goal weight, if I get to be as skinny as I possibly could, the skinniest I've ever been, I'm going to feel amazing about myself. I'm going to have everything that I've never had growing up, which was like attention from people, which was super cute clothes from the stores that I couldn't, you know, go shopping in. Like, those were the things that I defined as if I reach these goals, they're going to make me happy. And what ended up happening, I reached those goals and I felt fucking miserable. <laughs> like I just couldn't look at myself in the mirror and not see 
the same girl that had been bullied the, and not see the same girl that just would have mental breakdowns in the dressing room and, you know, wouldn't go shopping and like, you know, would be super, super strict with her calorie intake when she was dieting because she wanted to lose a ton of weight. Like I couldn't get past that mental side, even though I was like my thinnest weight that I've ever been. So fast forward to current state. At the beginning of the year, I had to do, actually, actually the end of last year, beginning of the year, I had to do like some soul searching because I was starting to slip back into feeling mentally miserable about myself again. Same Natalie, same Natalie that couldn't go into the dressing room without crying. Same Natalie that just couldn't eat anything without like feeling miserable and so guilty. And I had to be honest with myself and I had to say like, do you want to keep feeling like this? And I owe a lot of this to you, Allie, because you had to check in with me and say like, Nat, like you're feeling this way. But at the end of the day, your feelings are completely in control by you and they live and breathe by you. And how you feel about yourself is completely on you. And what you do with those feelings is completely on you. Everything lives and breathes by you at the end of the day and no one else. And there is a lot of truth to that. And I had to be very honest with myself. Was I doing what I needed to do for myself or was I putting blame on other people? And in doing that soul searching, I realized that there was one person that I was putting a lot of blame on for my problems, and that was Brandon. That was Brandon. And I blamed him for gaining weight. I blamed him for not going to the gym. I blamed him for just shit hitting the fan. I'm sorry. I don't know. Now, again, I'm speaking for you, at least from my observation. Yeah. I I don't know if it was like a blaming as much as you used him as like an excuse. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's a better description yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, no. Whenever you and I would talk, it wasn't like Brandon. Ugh, like he made me do this. Or no, it was more like, well, Brandon valid. doesn't want to go to the gym, so like I, valid, you know, don't want to make him feel yep. bad or like you know, I don't want to, I can't cook two separate meals because yep. Brandon doesn't eat this. You know, totally, and I, totally valid. So yeah. let me, re- let me redact that zoom in. Let me say I use Brandon as a crutch to not handle my business. There you go. So I got use- your back, Brandon. Yeah, no, that was, that was a very good correction because truly I wasn't saying Brandon's the problem. I was just using Brandon as an excuse to not fix my own problems. And I had to have a very honest conversation with myself and ask myself, what kind of role do I want to play in this relationship with my soon-to-be husband? Do I want to be the partner that uses their husband and their spouse and their main sense of support as a crutch in avoiding their problems? Or do I want to be the best version of myself for my significant other and handle those problems and address them and fix them? That way I can show up for them. Because Brandon and I this past year, and at some point we'll talk about it, but we did go through a lot this past year. And it got to the point where I had to take care of myself and handle myself because we were both going through a lot as it was. And he, as much as he was willing to bear the burden of seeing me have mental breakdowns in the dressing room and all this different stuff, you know, be guilt, feel guilty over what I'm eating. He didn't deserve to have that additional burden. And like, I know as a spouse, like you want to be there for your partner, like as much as you possibly can, but they're people too. (laughs) They're people too. They're going through their own problems too. They're feeling their own feelings too. Like to add your issues in addition to what they're already going through, that's not really fair a lot of the times. Like I know that's like what a lot of spouses are there for and anyone might argue that's like their job. 
but like they can only hold down the fort for the two of you for so long sometimes. Sometimes you need to reassess where you're at with yourself to step up and be the best version for of yourself for them to offload them emotionally and physically and mentally and spiritually, like all these different things. So check in with yourself every once in a while. You know, it's, it's okay to do. It's, it's important to do, you know, as you grow older, like your needs change. What is most important to you changes. Like before I met Brandon, my priorities were focused on growing my career as high as I could go, working as much as I could work, making as extra, as much extra money as I possibly can make. Those were like my priorities. And after the work, after we got together, I realized my priority is coming home to a family. My priority is coming home to someone that actually cares and wants what's best for me and for me to be happy, you know? Um, so just check in with yourself and sure. have an honest conversation. Like it's okay to do, you know? Absolutely. But went on a little bit of a tangent as always. <laughs> okay. No problem. <laughs> expected for this podcast. Yeah. Um, but good. I'm happy that, you know, you came to that realization because a lot of people equate happiness with maybe what they see in the mirror or an accomplishment or the title at their job or whatever, but it's really how you feel about yourself. Yep. Like if there were no mirrors, how would you feel? You yep. know, if there was if there were no sizing on clothes, how would you feel in the clothes that actually fit you? You know, clothes that you feel comfortable in, clothes that you feel your best in. Like, think about it like that. Like, if there was not, there was not a mirror ever, how would you feel? You know, if there was nobody keeping tabs on you and keep giving credit whenever you, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just... It's a feeling, guys. But again, if you don't feel happy with where you are, so I think this is like the other side of it, right? Not like you were not happy at your thinnest um, mentally, maybe physically, you know, you, you looked the way you wanted to, but mentally the work hadn't been done. Oh, no. There. No. And it's Which crazy. is the hardest part, honestly. Well, it's crazy because, like, I just because I didn't handle that when I was my thinnest, like, I knew what how big of an accomplishment that was. Like, I, I knew, I knew, but I couldn't fully accept it. Like, I, I just couldn't. No, for sure. Cause you were missing like a big piece of it, you know? Yeah. Like, losing weight is hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that goes without saying. Like, Losing weight is hard, but getting your mind right in the process is 10 times harder, which is why it's not just the diet. It's a lifestyle. It's working on yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. working through all the issues because the weight, like, yes, it's the hardest part, but it's, it's the most tangible thing you get out of that. Oh yeah, you see right? You it see it. You see it. You see your progress. Although I have to say, you know, part of why I got so down on myself is because this time around it's been a lot harder. Like, you know Oh yeah, you're older too. Well, it's it's you're older and I mean like I, I did lose like so much weight. Like the first time around, the weight truly was falling off. Like, I dropped 30 pounds just in dieting, which, in looking back on it, like, my diet was not a very, one, healthy, or two, sustainable way of dieting. Like, it was extreme. What were you doing? You said you were just bowls, right? You were eating out of bowls? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I still eat out of bowls. Like, a good majority of our meals. And for anyone that's, like, wondering, like, what 
we're referring to. So like I converted eating almost all of my meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner from plates to bowls. And the reason I did that was because um, with the plate, in my mind, I was like, I can just load however much food I want on this plate and I can just stack it and stack it and stack it without any sort of restriction in terms of measurement falling off the plate. Yes. Like there's, there's no end. There is truly no end to how much I could put on a plate with a bowl. You can kind of see like if it's going to overflow, like in terms right. of physics, like it has a tipping point, whereas a plate, it doesn't. It just keeps. It's because it has more of a surface area. Yeah, has more of a foundation. Yeah. So, just in doing that alone, it was basically like portion control management. Yeah. And that tactic alone, com- compiled with me putting up leftovers like immediately after I finished cooking, that I saw huge weight loss from that alone because. I was actually containing myself in terms of how much I was eating. Cause before I was just like a garbage can. I was just eat and eat and eat. Um, and then I would eat like a lot of wraps and stuff. So did it give really great results? Yeah, it did. Um, mm-hmm. but I would binge eat fruit. Like I would sit oh for God, like, I can't No, I would sit for like, I would get the massive like Publix fruit bowls and it would sit for like 20, 30 minutes at the counter and I would just eat fruit like incessantly. And I'm like, oh, it's fruit. Like I can eat this. So much sugar. Oh my gosh. And I lost 30 pounds just doing that alone. Well, for sure. I mean, like you were, I I mean, okay. So when you think about it, I think from, I don't know what perspective, but from a weight loss perspective, okay. It is the hardest to lose the last five to 15 pounds. Yeah. When you have 80 to 100 plus pounds to lose, the weight, in theory, should be coming off very quickly. Yeah. Um, at least in the beginning. Eventually, you hit a plateau, and then you have to readjust what you're doing. Because obviously, if you weighed 320 pounds, and now you weigh 250, you're not going to be eating the same as you did when you were 320 pounds. Right. So it all comes with adjustment. But now the other side of it, like some people don't feel right when they're at their heaviest. They don't feel good internally, externally. And I don't think we should shame them in a sense by wanting to look good so I feel like now it's like the reverse like diet culture has like flipped it to where it's like if you want to lose weight then like all you're superficial and all you care about is is aesthetics like okay like and so now people are shamed because they want to look good and not necessarily I mean like you should still eat healthy yeah like we're not saying eat like 15 hot pockets um but I don't think it's right either for people that, you know, want to look aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, there's no shame eye. No. But now I feel like it's it's all about, you know, like loving your body is very important, okay? Mm-hmm. Loving your body where it's at, where it can be, the the whole path you're taking to get to whatever you want your body to look like, you should love your body throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Now, do I love my body? Eh, some days I do, some days I don't. I'm not going to lie and tell you that I love every inch of my body because I don't. Mm-hmm. But do am I, you know, thankful that I have a functioning healthy body? Absolutely. You know, we get to do things that some people can't like can't even dream of doing. You know, so I think it's important to agree to disagree if you have different goals if you think that you know trying to mold your body in any particular way is wrong well then that's okay that's your opinion but and also okay hold on Ooh. i have i have i have an issue when people are say it's not all about what your body looks like okay so like why are we wearing makeup why do we wear makeup 
why do we try to fix our hair? Why do we try to buy clothing that is cute? If it's not about all of that aesthetics, people would go out in like potato bag, like potato sacks. People wouldn't care what they look like. People wouldn't give, like there wouldn't be so much money in all these like different industries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when someone tells me it's like, it's not all about aesthetics. I'm just like, okay, but like what? what? You have makeup on right now. Your hair is curled. Like you're in an outfit that's cute. Of course it's about aesthetics. It's all about aesthetics. Yeah. Whether you accept your aesthetic, like whether you're like, yeah, I want to look like this. Okay. That's your aesthetic. Well, I just think that in terms of like society, we've just put too much emphasis on what the proper aesthetic is. And I I think that's shifting now. Like it's, it's been like a huge shift. I, I, we've, we have truly come a long way. Like we, we really have. I think though for people, for people like me, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, this is just me. So we're not going to go have like, whatever I'm about to say, it's not supposed to be portrayed in like body bashing manner. So like, I don't want anyone to interpret it in that manner. But for me, I think it has been really hard growing up when, you know, you definitely see like things that you wouldn't realize project a feeling onto you that you're kind of surrounded with. So like I watched I watched the documentary on uh, Barbie, for example. I didn't even think about this. Like it was crazy. Watch it was called like uh, skinny shoulders, skinny, skinny something. It's on uh, Hulu. I was talking about the evolution of Barbie. And I grew up with Barbies. Like, I grew up playing Barbies for, like, I don't even know how long. And the documentary was talking about how Barbie was essentially, like, struggling to shift into the new era of body, of the body image, you know? Like, we've gotten to the more full-figured scales you know and looks now for models and clothing sizes but barbie was like struggling to shift their brand to come up to that level and i started th- when i was watching that documentary i was like wow i was like i never realized that something like so simple like that growing up with as much exposure that i had to it shaped how i needed to feel about myself and like constantly like with advertisement and things like that like there's still a lot of uh, pressure just in what you're being exposed to and what's being projected to as being beautiful to still feel a certain way that you have to look a certain way <laughs> so like for me for example like I it was crazy because truly when I saw the photo on the left I was kind of shocked like I, I was sad and shocked all at the same time because as great of an accomplishment as it was for me to achieve such a big weight loss, I didn't realize like how significant of a change like my body had gone through trying to get to something that I thought was going to make me look good. Like, if I mean, don't get me wrong, Nat, you looked great. But like my shoulders were like... My I mean, sh- I think it also had to do with how you're standing. Well, like, I feel like if you just took a picture of, like, you just standing there. If you looked at my shoulders, though, my shoulders are, like, pointed. That's not, that's not normal for, like, my shape. Like, it really is not. Well, no, I mean, like, your body adjusts. Just, like, your body composition changes. But that's what I was about to say. That, that right there is what I was about to say. The shift is starting to happen to embrace body composition. Growing up, though. That wasn't what was instilled in us. It was instilled in us sizing and and right. actual weight in scale. Like that's what was instilled in us. Mm-hmm. Now, like I think, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Kind of touching into the body composition thing, and then we got to move to the next thing because this is becoming like a body thing, and that was not the intention of this episode. I mean, it's like um, okay if it is because like if we segue to something. No, but, like, what I'm saying is, for example, like, I have really broad shoulders, and no matter what I do, they're never going to be any smaller than what they are, you know? Mm -hmm. Even when I was super thin, 
like 120 pounds. Like that's the lightest I've ever been. And I still had broad ass shoulders Mm -hmm. and I never had a really small waist. I'll never have a small waist because it's not the way I'm built. It's not the way that my body is like proportioned. If I have a small waist, it's because I'll know someone cut my body. Like (laughs) there's just no way. And I think you're right. Like we are moving into a way of body composition and accepting your body and like what it can look like, mm-hmm. you know, if you really put in work and if you really want it to look maybe not like leaner, but I don't really know how else to say it. Like your body can like my body, whenever I'm like the heaviest, I look like totally different than from when I'm like my thinnest. Mm-hmm. So your body is like on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. You want to find that like happy medium because I feel like you look sick both at, at, at either end. It's like not what you look like. Mm-hmm. Like what, not like what you're supposed to look like, but what like you were intended to look like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know I'm never going to be a size two and look healthy. Mm-hmm. I've been a size two. And it was not cute. So I don't know. Well, go ahead. I'll say I'll touch on this about clothing, which I was really excited about. So the Huff Huffington Post just posted mm-hmm. an article like maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks ago. Don't quote me on it. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I freaking hate my apartment complex because there are these two kids that like have no parents. I mean, they have parents, but they're like not ever around and they're like riding around their bikes and like now they're looking into my window while I'm recording and the kid just fell and I'm just laughing and I hope he falls into the lake wow that was aggressive but gave like they're so annoying gave me some time to like I want to throw a potato at them and be like can you please gtfo and like Uh mind my privacy in my own freaking apartment I'm gonna Uh throw your bike in the lake I mean, I agree that the parents should probably Good be with God. Because um, it is a little rude that they're just looking into your window. But anyway, so like, what I, was I saying- want to show them something scary, like Hannibal Lecter right in the window. You should just, you, you, that's when you need like an it mask on standby or something like that. And then you can just like pop over the windowsill and really just. I really dislike those children. Um, any harm to come to them, but like falling in the lake, like what's the worst that could happen? Like, I think they can swim. Mm, full deception cotton. But anyways, so what I was saying was that there's this new clothing line and the Huff, Huff Post, I'm trying to find it because it was really inspiring. It was talking about the shift basically from the the scale, the numbers, whatever you want to call it, to embracing like your composition more. And basically it's this clothing line that's getting rid of traditional sizing. What are they going to use? Hieroglyphics? No. They, I mean, I will like, I guess if you were like to call it something, a reverse label, I don't know. But anyways, like instead of saying like you're an F, like an extra, like a 2XL or something like that in like a shirt, it's saying you are like fabulous or like you are stunning. Like basically they're replacing uh actual like metric with uh positive I don't like mes- with positive messaging is what they are trying to do. I don't like it. Why is that? Because it's still not gonna fix the problem. Like um change something like you're not teaching somebody to love their body you're just taking something away it's like out of sight out of mind like instead it should just be like I don't know like this is your size and that's it like it doesn't define you it doesn't do anything to you like I went up a size from a four to a six and now a six to an eight I'm comfortable in an eight but like I don't care that it's a fucking size eight if a 10 fits me better, I'll get a fucking 10. Like some, I don't think taking away numbers is going to like, like you're not teaching anybody anything. You're not helping them embrace. You're just ta- like switching something up. Okay. I can see the argument from that respect. I can see the argument. You're not fixing like, the problem. Not, you're putting a patch on the problem. It's basically you're putting you're a saying. bandaid on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I see your point. Point like, valid. 
Although, yeah. although I do think the approach though is a conversation starter and can help people begin to embrace where they're at. Because I know some people, I know some people, like I know you got past that point, but you've said it before. When you're making that jump in your pant size, you refused. You refused. Oh yeah, I refused. Yeah, you refused. People take the numbers and the scales very seriously. And no, it's absolutely. Like, and it's like for 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 what reason? It's like it's like almost like a badge of honor. Like if you if you have to go up or down a size, it's like you've shamed yourself. Right, but it's like if you go down a size and all your shit's hanging out, I'm going to be like, why the fuck didn't you get the fucking size that fit you? Like some people- this is more concerning to me that you can't breathe and that, that button is going to pop off and hit me in the forehead than like you sizing up. No, nope, they won't do it. They will not I mean, do I it. I get it. I get it. Like I didn't want to do it. But then when I could actually breathe, um, that was nice. But I don't think changing a, a, a size to a word is going to do anything because then eventually we're going to be like, oh, you're fabulous. You're a 2X. Like, it's literally not going to change anything. Like, we're not, we're not switching a mindset. We're just literally scribbling out 2X or medium. What are you going to put for small? I forgot. They listed not thick. Hold on. I have to look it back up. They listed out all of the sizing um the small gonna be needs a biscuit no <laughs> medium's gonna be half a biscuit it's all about body positivity ally let's not be a debbie downer shall we but what i'm saying is like like you're changing them for who what do you mean what side of like you changing it is fantastic is great whatever you're putting a band-aid on a problem fine but my whole thing, like, what population are you changing this for? I mean, truly, it's just across – the intent is to address the problem for all women across the board. I think there's a heavier focus, obviously, on, like, full-figured and plus-size because there's a lot of shame associated with going up in numbers. But the, the way they branded for the lighter – for the smaller sizes as well is – with a positive connotation. What's so, the small? Oh, I have to look it up. Hold on. I just, I don't like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm sure for like a marketing perspective, excuse me, that's great because the body positivity movement is still going strong. But instead of like teaching women and like educating women on their bodies and how like how awesome they are you're just slapping a new label on them and that to me doesn't make any sense like it's great yay for buying a size fabulous but that's not teaching me anything you know what I mean no it's yeah I that is a very I see I didn't even think about that I really didn't think about that. It was more of a patch job tactic. I, I mean, I thought it was kind of nice, though. Like, I, I feel like people might feel more inclined to going shopping if there's a little less anxiety associated. Because I get anxiety when shopping. Yeah, like, but think about it. Like, it doesn't matter what it's called. Like, okay, so, like, a lo- or a medium is called, uh, I don't know, um, fudge. What are, like, some positive words? Uh, radiant radiant okay so medium is radiant a large is stunning uh an xl is fabulous and then a 2x is 100% that bitch like okay great (laughs) like I'm still gonna have anxiety when I pick up the radiant and the other one I said stunning am I gonna be like am I radiant or am I stunning Oh, here we like, go. Am I a medium or am I a large? Like the, the anxiety doesn't go anywhere because it's like either one's going to fit or one is not going to fit. Like it's the same thing. Um, maybe that was, or maybe it was a business insider. Anyway, I'll have to find it. Honestly, it doesn't really matter what the names are. I was just curious, but like the anxiety is still going to be there because one is clearly going to fit and one is clearly not going to fit. Like they're not changing the sizing. They're just changing 
the name of the sizing. Well, then I think I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like Aerie, for example, or American Eagle, they've come out with like a curvy line, which I, whatever, like it's probably not called a curvy line. Sorry. But it's for women that have like thicker thighs and like a booty, but a smaller waist. Because a lot of people have a really hard time like fitting in stretchy jeans because they are, they have thicker legs, but they have a really small waist. Like that's impossible because there's always like that excess in the back mm-hmm. around the waist. Now I don't have this problem because I'm pretty much a square. Um, but they have a specific line now for that. So it's like the women can go and actually find jeans that fit them and that are comfortable and do what they want them to do. See, and I think that's where fashion kind of needs to go a little more because it shouldn't, like, I get the number system's not going to go anywhere anytime soon, whether, no matter how you spin it. Like, you have to have some sort of label associated with what you're buying. I get that. My big complaint with shopping is that a 12 or 16, whatever it is, in one store should be the same size as a 12, 16, whatever in another store. I think like, it depends on the material. Well, guys guys can go pants shopping and get, you know, a 34, 38 or whatever it is, and it would be consistent across the board. You well, only- not necessarily because sometimes Brian is like a 34 or a 35 or a 36. It really just depends on the material, if the pant is like stretchy, if it's not, if it's supposed to be form-fitted, if it's not. Like, I feel it's, like it's great. a little easier though. Like it, material all aside, obviously with material, like you have to fluctuate. But like if materials were the same across the board, which in a lot of stores they are, I feel like every time I go shopping in a store, I'm like, there's a variation of like three or four sizes for me. I, oh, for I, sure. No matter what it is. Like it shouldn't, and that just is so annoying because it creates unnecessary anxiety, unnecessary frustration. And then- all of that gets spewed into me how I feel about myself. Like, it's just a perpetual cycle. Like, it really is a perpetual cycle. So I think what we're trying to say, guys, is put less emphasis on, like, your clothing size and more about how you feel in them. The first question should be, can you breathe? Allie's really passionate about this question. (laughs) Can you bend over? Can you sit comfortably? Mm. I literally sit down in the dressing room. And I'm like, if I'm sitting down, can I breathe? No. Okay. Probably not my size. Like, you're supposed to be able to move in your clothing. Like, I mean, unless you're just standing there and not moving, then I'm not, I'm not really sure. You might be a statue. But, like, you're supposed to feel comfortable and able to function as a human being in your clothing. Right? Like, it, I, I just I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Some questions. Less emphasis. Mm. I mean, I'm now you're not gonna get in people's styles because that is don't even just let people wear what they want. Okay. I mean, although if you're coming to an interview, I don't want to see your boobs. Thanks. Um you sh- less emphasis on the size and more emphasis on how you feel in the clothing. If you have to suck in to button the pants just go up a size because you don't wear the size on anywhere like exteriorly that's not a word but like you know you had it on exterior and then you add the lee at the end okay you're not wearing the number where anyone can see it no one knows whether you aside whether you're a size four six eight ten fourteen sixteen twenty what whatever but they can tell if you're comfortable in what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. They can tell if you pass out because you can't breathe. Yeah. Okay. So guys, just do that. Don't even worry about the sizing. I mean, like, obviously, I pick up like three sizes because I'm like, I never know what's going to fit me. Just find something that you're comfortable in, that you feel awesome in, that you don't feel restricted in, and go from there. Like, who cares about the sizing, guys? I don't think I've ever asked anybody, hey, what size pants are you wearing? Well, you can only come to that self-acceptance and self-love when you just really look at what's bothering you to begin with. Honestly, that's where I had to come from with it. Like, I just, I had to get to that point. And that's what the whole post is all about today. Like, that's just the journey. 
it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey, whether it be like your physical well-being, your mental well-being, health is health, you know, and it's all interconnected with one another. Absolutely. Like, you can't handle what's going on in your mind. Your, your body's not going to follow. Like, it's just not, you know, because um, they're very much one in the same. And what's going on upstairs is it's, if it ain't right, you're going to see it. Like, you're going to see it physically manifest in some way, whether it be like your weight, whether it be just like your, how you carry yourself. Like, truly, like, I, I feel happy. Like, I feel happy. But like, I look back at photos when I was like, just feeling so down. Like, I see it. Like, you, you can see it. Like, you can tell when your friend is sad or like when your part, your partner is like, not feeling the way that they should. Like, just, be honest with where you're at, you know, check in with yourself to see if like you really need to reprioritize and recenter like what's what's really driving your emotions right now because it's all working together or yes. it's working against you. So all right, we're done with the body image stuff. That's all that, I got. That like truly just exhausts me. <sighs> oh my God. Okay. Guys, we went to a wedding this weekend. And it was titties, Jenna. Also, I want to say happy wedding marriage to Jenna and her. Oh, yes. And her uh, now husband, Nick. Her new boo thing. Well, the only one she's had, but like officially. He put a ring on it. Is Mrs. Antonelli, I think. Oh, yeah. It's nice like ring. super Italian. I know. It has a really great ring it. to it. Anyway, Jenna, congratulations. Um, that is not the wedding we went to. We went to our friends. Well, Jenna's our friend too, but Corey and Jason, they got married this weekend and it was such a friggin' cute and sweet and fun wedding. Um, we were so happy that we were able to be there for you guys and with you guys. Um, yeah it was awesome yeah we had a great time just find your tribe people that's like truly the only thing that I could really say from this weekend when you're surrounded by people that love you it just like you feel it you feel it you really feel it and you know my little heart was exploding with happiness for the two of them they're just the kindest friends the kindest friends they just do so much for everybody um and they deserve every bit of happiness that comes their way. So, you know, really find those people that just love to love you because they are the best people to surround yourself with. And yep, we're so lucky to have them in our lives. So, so that was a lot of fun, but I do want to say one thing for those of you oh God. asking fashion. <laughs> if I wore white to a wedding. Oh, I wish crazy. I could wash your brains out with soap. Wash your mouth out with soap. Why on earth would you think I would wear white to a wedding? This is passion, by the way. I, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I just got so scared. Oh my God. I don't even know what just happened. So, Malu, you're such a bad cat. So, okay. Oh, my God. See my door behind me? Yes. Okay. So, his tail, like, he was walking through it, and his tail was, like, wrapping around the door. I thought it was a hand. I almost, <laughs> like, and then I was like, oh, it's Brian. And then I looked back, and I'm like, oh, my God. No, it's not. Not Brian. <sighs> little spice there. He knew, oh my he, knew, he knew you're getting heated talking about this dress scenario. So he's like, I had to yes. drop a truth bomb on that one. Oh my God. Malu, you're not getting any treats for the rest of your life. Oh, and speaking of it, Brian just unlocked the door. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Anyway, guys, I would never do that. I would never in a million years do that unless we were instructed to wear that specific color because they were wanting to wear something else. Another thing, I've been brought up that you never wear black to a wedding because black is specifically reserved for a funeral. Now, that has nothing to do with you, Natalie, because clearly you 
you were not, that was not what you were like taught or made to think that that was a legit thing. But I never wear white. No, no, no. I loved your dress. You looked stunning in your dress. I would never wear black to a wedding or white because I've been taught you don't wear those colors. Um, so just want to say that, um, if anyone wore white to my wedding, Jesus be with you that day. Jesus, take the wheel of the car that I'm going to send you home in. May the Lord be with you. With a T. And a hammer sledge to the kneecap. I feel like I would come out of my room swinging. I would be so upset. I would put you in an Uber, send you not to your house, and then have that Uber just leave you there. Be like, figure it out after I broke your kneecaps. But anyway, Brian just goes, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. A little I would be there. so upset. Like, that is so inconsiderate. I would never wear even a color that w- remotely would even to, like, is that white or is that like cream? Nope. Nope. Brian says the white wedding dress is BS. Actually, fun fact, they don't really make pure white wedding dresses anymore. Look at that. We're all tainted. Mine's like an oyster. That's technically like the color. Ew. I don't like the word oyster. Well, like a pearl, like oyster pearl. Like like, like an like a an opal. Yes. That's probably yeah. better. But the uh, yeah. technical oh, yeah. term is oyster. So I almost but said yeah. opal. Don't don't try Allie at her wedding day because Shots will be fired quicker than you can realize. So, praise be. Um, yeah, no, please don't do it. Um, I'm also not inviting many people to my wedding, so. <laughs> it's anyone needed to know. But Jason yeah. and Corey, if you're listening to this, we love you guys, and we're so happy that we got to be part of your big day, so. Yes, and um, their families are so awesome, too. Oh, so freaking fun. I told a girl – I didn't want to take a tequila shot and I will not repeat what she told me, but I took the tequila shot because she didn't give me much of a choice. She basically told you to woman up and deal. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was, we just had so much fun. Honestly, it was such a fun wedding and my dress was mad comfortable. And my it was, not white dress. I was about was, to say, it was not white. It was actually a very pretty pink. In Thank case you. anyone, the haters out there are questioning it, it was a pastel pink, and I was there and witnessed it, and it was not white. So, boom. But shakalaka. The, the oh yeah okay. Um, <laughs> the dilemma to get a dress because I had ordered a dress, didn't like the color of it really, so I returned it. Bought two more dresses. Those didn't fit because I didn't realize that like six one like a 20 inch waist had to fit into a size large. Um, so those got returned and then I, I ordered no. And then I had a week to the wedding and I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm not going to find anything. Went to West Palm, found nothing, ordered this, the dress that I wore in two sizes. Those were too big. So then I had to expedite the smaller size and it got here Friday at 8 PM. Oh, and the wedding was Saturday. At seven. <sighs> really punching the limits there. <laughs> Good times. Um, all right. That's all I have, Natalie. That's all I got. Um, just love your tribe, peeps. Love yourself. Um, this is kind of a catch-all episode a little bit, but it's worth it. Check in every once in a while. Just do you. Just be kind. We say that all the time, and just be patient with yourself. Yep. So. And love, love, love your peeps because they definitely, if they're investing their time in you, they love you. And they're the ones that are worth your energy at the end of the day. Um, did you say this or did Brian say this? I, I want to give the right person credit or did someone else say this? If you have to question where you stand with someone, that's exactly where you stand. I think Brian and I kind of both said that, but I think, okay. he, fra- I think he phrased it like that, but I followed it up agreeing with him. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So So, Brian, there's your credit. Sorry for the quibble. I messed up. 
All right, guys, here is the end jingle that we all love to hear. It is not a jingle because there is no music to this, but technically there is. Okay. You you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. So, oh, wait, I forgot. You can also find us on our website at mynotsobalancedlifepodcast.podbean.com. We release episodes every single Tuesday. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you feel so inclined to leave us a five-star review, please do that. Anything else, you can DM us and we will like to fix the situation. Or maybe you just don't like us. Um, That's cool too. Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. We love building this community of strong-ass, opinionated women and men. And men. And men. So – we hope that you guys enjoy our episodes. Today was a rant and just oh, like, a, like, like a catch-all. But we hope you liked it. We hope something resonated with you. As always, DM us if you have suggestions of what future episodes you want to hear. We have a few planned down the line. And we just love you guys. And thanks for, thanks for being nice to us because we just – we do this and it's kind of vulnerable and it's kind of a lot for both of us sometimes. Um, uh, I got scared again. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh there was God. a person behind me. I was literally just trying to make you poop your pants right now before oh this sent off. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that's all I have, Nat. Did I forget something? That's all we got. You guys stay tuned every single Tuesday. We'll talk to you guys soon. Avita Zen. Bye. Bye.